Hi! A pleasant day to you wherever in the world you are. I am Grace, a counsel by profession and now have transitioned into land banking investment which affords me some time to build this channel with Arc Research. It showcases information and shares knowledge which could probably be of help to your legal concerns. You do not have to go through endless searches or seek expensive legal advice to solve some legal issues happening to you or near you, as you can pick up the essential details from this channel if related to your legal concerns. This art research is composed of segments. First is the legal stories from the decisions of the Philippine Supreme Court and also from the U.S. Supreme Court in the coming months. You can apply this jurisprudence when your legal situation is similar to the case story mentioned. Second, bits of wisdom from popular authors that you can use in your conversations to make your association more interesting without having to read several books in their entirety. Third, we have lost summaries of important and often used laws in the Philippines and in other parts of the world, so you need not read very thick and technical law provisions. Fourth, we also have natural remedies backed up by science so you can afford good health without breaking your bank account. And fifth, special interest and study for your holistic empowerment and happiness. Right now, you are in legal stories segment. These are stories found in the Supreme Court library but digested for your understanding. They are narrated for you to be able to do other things while listening. Sometimes this channel provides a comprehensive summary, but for a complete jurisprudence, you may Google the GR number provided in each story. However, if you are still confused, you may email me at wizrg at gmail.com and when I have free time, I will reply. Please understand though that my reply would be brief as my active work needs my attention. Now for this episode. From the Philippine Supreme Court, Episode 11, Part 2, Cybersex Crime. This is about cybersex provision under the cybercrime law. The petitioners challenge its constitutionality as the government is enabled to track down violators. What are the specific sexual activities online that are penalized under the cybercrime law? What about the exchange of explicit private sexual photos and videos between married couples or consenting adults? Are they punishable too? Is the government allowed to track down their sexual activities online? This question shall be answered by this unbanked decision on the consolidated cases under the heading GR number 203335 decided February 18, 2014. These 15 consolidated petitions seek to declare several provisions of Republic Act 10175 or the Cybercrime Prevention Act of 2012 unconstitutional and void. The petitioners claim that the means adopted by the cybercrime law for regulating undesirable cyberspace activities violate certain of their constitutional rights. The government of course, asserts that the law merely seeks to reasonably put order into the cyberspace activities. 
punish wrongdoings and prevent hurtful attacks on the system. Petitioners challenge the constitutionality of the following provisions of the cybercrime law that regard certain acts as crimes and impose penalties for their commission, as well as provisions that would enable the government to track down and penalize violators. One of the provisions challenged by the petitioners is that on cybersex under Section 4C, Paragraph 1 of the Cybercrime Law, which states, Cybersex, the willful engagement, maintenance, control, or operation directly or indirectly of any lascivious exhibition of sexual organs or sexual activity with the aid of a computer system for favor or consideration. Petitioners claim that the above violates the Freedom of Expression Clause of the Constitution. They express fear that private communications of sexual character between husband and wife or consenting adults, which are not regarded as crimes under the Penal Code, would now be regarded as crimes when done for favor in cyberspace. They fear that the term favor, which includes gracious kindness, a special privilege or right granted or conceded, or a token of love as a ribbon usually worn capriciously, may be taken against private consenting adults. This uh, meaning given to the term favor embraces socially tolerated trysts. The law as written would invite law enforcement agencies into the bedrooms of married couples or consenting individuals. Now, what is the Supreme Court ruling on this? The Supreme Court stated that the deliberations of the Bicameral Committee of Congress on this section of the Cybercrime Prevention Act give a proper perspective on the issue. These deliberations show a lack of intent to penalize a private showing between and among two private persons, although that may be a form of obscenity to some. The understanding of those who drew up the cybercrime law is that the element of engaging in a business is necessary to constitute the illegal cybersex. The act actually seeks to punish cyber prostitution, white slave trade, and pornography or uh, sex for sexual exhibition for favor and consideration. This includes interactive prostitution and pornography example by a webcom. The subject of Section 4C Paragraph 1, lascivious exhibition of sexual organs or sexual activity, is not novel. Article 201 of the Revised Penal Code punishes obscene publications and exhibitions and indecent shows. The Anti-Trafficking in Persons Act of 2003 penalizes those who maintain or hire a person to engage in prostitution or pornography. The law defines prostitution as any act, transaction, scheme, or design involving the use of a person by another for sexual intercourse or lascivious conduct in exchange for money, profit, or any other consideration. The case of Nogales versus People shows the extent to which the state can regulate materials that serve no other purpose 
than satisfy the market for violence, lust, or pornography. The court weighed the property rights of individuals against the public welfare, private property, if containing pornographic materials may be forfeited and destroyed, likewise engaging in sexual acts privately through internet connection perceived by some as a right has to be balanced with a mandate of the state to eradicate white slavery and the exploitation of women. In any event, consenting adults are protected by the wealth of jurisprudence delineating the bounds of obscenity. The court will not declare Section 4C, Paragraph 1 unconstitutional where it stands a construction that makes it apply only to persons engaged in the business of maintaining, controlling, or operating directly or indirectly the lascivious exhibition of sexual organs or sexual activity with the aid of a computer system as Congress has intended. Narration adjourned. Azure, the sexual acts must be coupled with favor or consideration, meaning money. Hence, the sexual acts between two consenting adults and married couple online are not punishable. But what about this lascivious exhibition of a man of his genitals just to satisfy himself? What about exhibiting sexual acts to defame? Well, this one is uh, tackled by the Anti-Photo and Voyeurism Act, which is also available on my podcast. These are covered by uh, RA 9995. Don't worry, you shall find the same in in this um, podcast. If you haven't subscribed yet, please hit the subscribe button and let's learn together. The neatest thing about it is that you can learn while you work, clean the house, go gardening or drive to work or places and as you go to sleep there's no need to watch me as this is not a fashion channel and your ears can immediately send it to your subconscious mind and you will remember it faster and if you like the contents please share it with your friends and advise them to subscribe as this channel shall feature jurisprudence and other laws which might be applicable to your case or to their case see you ciao